When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, it's been a very busy and productive time for women's rugby in this country. We've just had the Farah Palmer Cup final, the New South Island Super Rugby Team. Uh, Matatu has been launched and uh, the Black Ferns to part today for their Tour of England and France. And with us now to talk about all these things is uh, Blackfern, Matatu and Canterbury midfielder, uh, Grace Brooker. Uh, good morning to you, Grace. Uh, bags all packed, are they? <laughs> good morning, Julie. Um Unfortunately not. Um, I'm very much the late packer, but um, yeah, we'll get onto it today, Arisha. Uh This your first trip to Europe? Yep, yep, first trip to Europe. So I've been to Perth and Fiji um, with rugby before, but this is my first big long-haul trip. Um, so pretty exciting. It's been exciting uh, because it's been a long wait, hasn't it, for uh, the, the 15s version. So to get back on the park and the challenge ahead uh, on this tour is, is quite a strong one because uh, they're getting more powerful as the days go by in, in that part of the world. Yeah, you're not wrong, yeah. In 2019 was our last test. I think like I'm I'm in fact the last uh, test caps player in the team, so uh, it'll be pretty cool to get a few more out there and get that done. But you know, you're totally right. France and England, they um, they've had a lot more games than us. They're really uh, chasing down our down our necks, and yeah, it should be a pretty tough game. They're pretty a solid side, and um, their size and their power and everything is second to none. So we're just going to have to outsmart them, I think. Tell us, uh, how did the training camps go? Um, because it was pretty well publicised, more on the basis that you couldn't play uh, in the, the last couple of rounds of the FPC. But uh, how, was the, how was the get-together? And how, how's the prep going? Yeah, so it's probably our best camp uh, yet. We had uh, from Sunday till Friday up in Tauranga, which was pretty amazing. And it was just five days straight of learning and lots and lots of rugby to get us just prepared. I feel like everyone's got the knowledge we need to um, go out and perform. Um, just It'll be good to get that warm-up game done and dusted and get everyone really hissing for these big games. You started off uh, the, the game at high school. What drew, what drew it into, into um, playing uh, women's rugby, Grace, from the outset? What, what was the catalyst for that? Um... Yeah, I started playing women's rugby when I was 14, so you can't even do that anymore. You have to be 16 to be able to play women's rugby. Um, and I think it was just a drive like with my friends. Uh, I had a lot of friends playing rugby, and um, me and my, my good mate Rosie Kelly, who's another very successful rugby player, we both started off at high school old boys. And we um, I remember going there, and they, I said I was a flanker, and they took one look at me, and I was a lot skinnier and littler than I am now, and they said, no, 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 you're on the wing. So we spent that first year on the wing just um, scoring the trains out wide or getting absolutely smashed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, look, 
Uh, apart from that, Nat, you've, you've become part of a, a really strong midfield in, in the Blackfern squad now, so I would imagine uh, the competition for places there is quite extensive. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it's it's extremely strong, and with players like Stacey Sula coming back um, out of sevens, you know, it's it's going to be a race to the finish, and I think every game and every opportunity is one that you have to take with both hands and really charge forward with it. Um, GM, our country, always talks about, you know, hand up, not out. So I think that's something that everyone's going to have to do, you know, really earn their spot. OK, so you weren't able to play in the Farah Palmer Cup. Uh, final, of course, Canterbury have such a rich tradition in winning it. Uh, how hard was it to watch? Oh, my goodness. I was, everyone else went and sat down. I had to stay on my feet. I was pacing up and down the sideline, um, losing my voice like screaming, trying to yell support and everything. I was I was a bit of a mess, I'm not going to lie. Um, we had our mental skills coach here, luckily, and she tried to calm me down a wee bit. But, um, yeah, it wasn't easy to watch. But, um, to be honest, it, it was made a little bit easier because of the players who were still on the field. You know, they didn't lose. I felt like that I wouldn't have done anything differently to how they played or what they did. Um, with Amy Duke-Lefisi being into that centre position I could have thought of anyone better to you know rep that 13 jersey uh, what, what about as a group I mean you know I was a bit, I'll be honest with you I was a bit disappointed that um, you know so many of the top line players were, were withdrawn from both the teams uh, I, you know and I, I thought it was you know you need uh, women's rugby needs the exposure at, you know and it's getting a lot of television time etc we need to see our best players in our local competitions for obvious reasons. So uh, as a unit, I mean, you can be honest here, how, how disappointing was it to miss out? Yeah, it was It was definitely disappointing. Um, you know, you work so hard and we were, everything was in plan to play every game, but then obviously the lockdown happened, so everything got pushed back. Um, but it, it was hard, but we, we had bigger things to fry, you know. We've got this tour to go away on and that's, as soon as the team got announced and we got told we wouldn't be playing, you know, it's just that switch of mindset. Um, not forgetting about Canterbury and still doing everything you can from the sideline to support the team, but, you know, we had just had to switch into Black Ferns mode. A lot of banter between the two uh, two teams, Waikato <laughs> and Canterbury girls, uh, before and after Definitely. the final. Was it was it willing, willing shall we say? Uh, yeah, all in good taste, all in good taste, but there was quite a bit of a, one of the uh, reserve hookers, uh, reserve props, so she came up into camp and she was playing in the final. Um, so she left us a day early and when she was leaving, we had like all the Waikato girls, every, actually pretty much everyone in the team was, you know, singing their song and dancing and all of us Canterbury girls were just sitting there pretty, pretty quiet, you know. You looked on at that post-match ceremony, um, and obviously you, you weren't looking on it with very happy eyes, but um, it was something special, let's be honest, the, with the way they handled winning it and, and the little flavour they brought to it first time around, it was pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, they deserve to win it in the end. Um, and it's, you know, I go back to when we first won it and that feeling is absolutely amazing. You can't, you can't even describe it. So to be able to relate to them in that way was pretty awesome. And... Um, yeah, just a massive congratulations to them because they really did deserve that, and I know they, um, you know, they train hard and they 
put their their hearts on the line when they play, which is all you can really ask for in that in that competition. Huge news also, and you're heavily involved in this, uh, Grace, is uh, that uh, Super Rugby Orpiki has been launched, and uh, the South Island team, Matatu, has also been launched, uh, and you're one of the first five contracted players. Uh, how exciting is this news for you? Oh my goodness. Um, man, I've never I've never been so excited to be a part of a team, to be honest. it's It's been a long time coming, and it's super, super exciting. Um, just the fact that you know, girls are going to be able to play rugby professionally full time all year round is pretty, pretty revolutionary and something amazing to be a part of. Um, just the team itself and the passion and the the thought that's gone into the Matatu um, brand is um, really, really, really thought thoroughly through and like makes me have a lot of pride in the team. You know, having a local hapu support and gift us that name is just amazing. I've never felt so much support from the community for a women's team and I just I can't thank the people who are involved enough. Yeah, I, I imagine that when you were at school, even uh, toying with playing rugby and, and getting into it, you wouldn't have believed you could actually play it for a living, would you? No, no, not at all. Like, I grew up like thinking I was going to be an all because um, I didn't even know that there was an, a women's team. Um, so when I found out that the Black Ferns existed, I always knew it was like it was a passion of mine, and I was going to drive to get there. But man, I wouldn't have in a million years looked back and thought that at age 22 I was going to be a professional rugby player. Um, being able to play rugby all year round, being at Rugby Park or wherever, you know, 12 hours a day, just living, breathing rugby—it's pretty. Uh, pretty surreal, to be honest. And and also, you just touched on it before. I've been reading about uh, where the name came from uh, for Matatua. I mean, it, it's it's deeply spiritual and 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 it's very deep in its meaning around the South Island, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the part that really sticks with me is you know, just, like you, you hold your head held high and you you face whatever's coming to you, you face every challenge that's coming to you because. You know, that's just what you have to do in rugby, and especially in the women's game, you have a lot of adversity and a lot of challenges that aren't seen but are very hard to take on. But if you take them on head first, you know, that you can get through it. Um, so it, it really resonates with uh, the culture of, of our team, of, of the players who are going to be playing in that team. So it's just like nailed it. They nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, I, I think they have in this in this regard. Now, uh, usually, of course, um, when it, you, you talk about uh, Canterbury rugby, etc., now uh, we're talking about Maratu, which encompasses the whole South Island. So, uh, all of a sudden, you may not just be Canterbury. There may be some input from uh, further south. Yeah, hundred percent, and it's, it's. I'm sure we'll take it on with willing arms, open arms. Um, you know, I think something that. Our Canterbury team, and I'm sure what the Matatu team will do well is just absorbing all the knowledge that we possibly can to be the best that we possibly can. So to get players from different regions is going to be pretty amazing. It's going to be um, it's going to be different, hopefully, to Canterbury because um, we can't we're not going to win um, Alpaki if we just come in with, into it with a Canterbury team. Um, it's another level up. It's another professional level. So we've really got to put our best foot forward and take on whoever we can and um, 
yeah, really drive to the top of that mountain. I guess, you know, I mean, you're the initial five, uh, but I, I would imagine Canterbury being as strong will have a, a, a very strong input into uh, the Matatu side. But uh, as we see in the men's competition as well, um, players do come and go and get signed for other franchises. So uh, I guess there's a possibility you will be playing against many of your current teammates. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. And um, it'll be hard to do, you know, we've never really had to do that before. But um, it's a cool challenge. Uh, it'll be definitely a mental challenge if we're playing against mates, but, um, you know, where, when it, wherever people go, it's for the best opportunity for them, so, you know, got to keep that in mind, um, and hopefully just everyone develops wherever they are. Well, Grace, all of a sudden your, your life's uh, starting to fill up with challenges. Of course, you've got uh, the initial <laughs> one now, uh, touring, to, touring to Great Britain. That's fantastic. Uh, and, and then, of course, you've got... Um, uh, old picky when it comes around, you'll still be involved in the Farah Palmer Cup, but uh, the immediate challenge you've got, by the sound of it, is to go and get your bags packed. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm actually just waiting outside the clinic to get my pre-flight COVID test, so to get that done and um, yeah, get on to I need a pl- plug adapter. There's so many things that you need to pack that you don't think about, um, so it's going to take us probably up the rest of the day. <laughs> We'll leave you to it, eh? Uh, hey, thanks, thanks for your, your time and, and the excitement and your voice about what ca- what's coming up is very apparent. Wish you all the best, eh? Travel well, stay safe. Cheers. Thank you so much, Millie. Okay, cheers. Grace Brooker, the delightful young lady whose uh, life is about to change. She's about to become a professional rugby player. And, uh, boy, uh, what, a, uh, what a great thing it is uh, for women's rugby, for women's sport in New Zealand, John, and uh, we'll be... Uh, keeping an, an eagle eye on uh, the other franchises with their team namings, etc.